hear me now. I got Babylon closing in on I and I. Well, you you sound just like the kingdoms of Israel and Judah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, in the I book guess. of kings too. Yeah. Two kings. Um. Yeah, we're gonna. Well, I think we're just we're talking about kings in general. We only got a certain amount. It's such such a dense section of book. Oh fuck! Knock yeah. it off. Um, it's such a dense, yeah. So it's, like, it's such a dense section of the book. Now, like I literally, like plot. Did you wise, always talk about Naboth's vineyard, didn't you? Which I, well, I, I want to talk about a lot of things. Yeah, that was in that was in one. It is it? in one, but we got to more importantly, yeah. we kind of just left off with Solomon, if you recall. Yeah, what a faggot. Yeah, he sucks. All right, when he worships golden calves. Right, right, right. And they, yeah, it's just like one of those things where it's like he's well, a big guy because he put him in a temple. To be fair, uh, like God says several times, like uh, at the end of of Solomon's fucking um, reign, like only for the sake of your father, who was a good, mm-hmm. a, a good servant of me. I yeah, will. He I just will. murdered a guy. Yeah, I know. He was just a complete, a utter piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? True statesman. Yeah, right. Well, I know, but again, like all that matters. And here again, I, I every time we talk about this, but as we recall, the hypothesis of the documentary hypothesis is the idea that um, this is kind of a retconned version of the of the Torah that we yeah. have where they've eschewed any of the worship of other gods and they've made the most chief important thing that they only serve this one God because actually at the time of Josiah, which we will talk about later in this episode, um, that's actually when historically – uh, they just stopped were actually worshiping things like Baal, Asherah, uh, Shemosh, um, you know, yeah, and, and the like. <laughs> you know what I fucking mean. <laughs> but I mean, part of the scriptures. But they basically they they basically eschewed all of that from the official. We scriptures. haven't come across that. We haven't come across Mammon being referenced, have we? But that, that, like uh, Mammon is a uh, is a New Testament thing, I think. Yeah, but I must refer to some. Oh God. Yeah, well, I know that it represents, like, greed and, like, it's, like, money. Yeah, you know money, what, dude? Yeah. Mammon, I know what it is. It's fucking, uh, it's Yahweh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why you don't hear any reference to it in this. <laughs> yeah, it's Mammon that's doing the talking, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but uh, what's it called? Um, yeah. But that is something, isn't it? Because that's, you know, you cannot serve God and Mammon. Yeah. Is a New Testament thing for yeah, sure. But I know. He's, like yeah, not, yeah. he's not. It's he's part of Christian just, mythology. It's not part of the of the, the Jewish mythology. Like the, you know. <laughs> yeah, what but I mean? who, who was his audience? Like the people he was talking to knew what he was talking about. For so sure, it was part of their mythology. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, <laughs> well, they all knew what he meant by mammon because I mean, it's fucking money stuff. You know. Yeah. Can't serve God and mammon. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, I I don't know who posts. I think it was on post the uh, the Reddit alternative, but someone's post like, "Oh, I'm um I'm socially Moloch, but fiscally Manwin." <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. Um, but uh, what's it called? Oh no, it was on somebody's Telegram. Maybe it was Shadow Man. 
posted something, some bit like mm-hmm. that, but very funny. Um, anyway, so where were we with Solomon? So Solomon, yeah, we talked about him and he really loved pussy as well, much like his father. <laughs> he really loved pussy and uh, yeah. he needed uh, a bunch of why he not, not only did he love pussy, he loved exotic pussy. Yeah. <laughs> he had and, yellow fever. Yeah, for sure. And brown fever, brown sugar free fever as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, and basically because of this, he like was basically, uh, uh, anyone's dog for a bone as far as the worshiping of gods goes. And also, you know, we talked a little bit about this before, but like there's things in like the Talmud and the Zohar that reference that he was doing some very naughty, naughty witchcraft. Uh Uh, and, um, so that that's left out of this account, of course, or more importantly, it's definitely left out of the Christian Bible old Testament. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It might be in the Torah, but it was certainly left on the cutting room floor of um, of. The- I mean, the stuff they left in is pretty wild. The whole <laughs> right, know, yeah. cauldron of bol- boiling bronze or whatever it is, and uh, brass. Yeah, and the golden calves in the yeah. temple. So, and- so I, I actually, I, I have a very vivid image, and I think I can describe it pretty well. What Solomon's temple looked like. It's basically like a big, like a temple, like with seating, you know, sort of like a church, yeah. right? And at the back of, there's like a, at the, at the front of that, that's where the, the, like the rabbi and the cantor do their bullshit. Uh, the mm-hmm. cantor sings, that's part of it. And the rabbi speaks. Um, and uh, behind that is the holiest of the holies. That's where the fucking Ark of the Covenant is kept. Mm-hmm. Um, and in there, there's a giant, there's big, um, 30, the room is 30 feet by 30 feet by 30 feet at the end of this long, big temple. Everything is a, made a out cube. of, <laughs> sure. That that's the holy of the holies. Yeah. 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 Um, and, uh, inside it, well, there's 30 by, 30 by 30 is a cube. Oh, it is a cube. I'm not disputing yeah, you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it certainly is. But, uh, inside there's, um, 20, 15 foot tall, um, angels, big golden angels, where one, two on either side of the wall. And by the way, there's painstaking detail of all the measurements of all these things. Yeah, they really go into it. They don't, they, and, and like, they just talk about all the. Yeah, there's pomegranates. Oh, so here's something I was thinking about too. So pomegranates um, are all over the place, and I I take that. And so as I understand it, it, it's supposed to be allegorical of the um, uh, Garden of Eden. That's what it's supposed to be like in there. Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah. Um, And uh, maybe that's what the guys when when Moses was up the on the mountain getting the commandments. Maybe maybe the guys who made the golden calf at the bottom of the mountain were just trying to evoke the garden of eden as well perhaps you're right yeah to say um that said also maybe maybe that's just a bit of a story but here's here's a little interesting like so there's pomegranates everywhere so that being that it's supposed to be evocative of the garden of eden that leads me to believe that the fruit of knowledge is a pomegranate right okay okay now hear me out so are you familiar with the story of demeter and hades in uh in in greek mythology no uh well anyway the reason why that there's winter is supposedly in in greek mythology is because hades and demeter demeter's like what mother nature is basically it's like the it's like uh that kind of like uh female earth slash nature deity 
Um, and uh, they have a daughter together, uh, Hades and her and Demeter. And um, they uh, and yeah, Hades wants Hades wants wants to, to keep the girl in hell with him. Yeah. Um, and uh, he tricks her into eating food there because when you eat something, I guess the way it works is like if you eat something, you're of it. You, like you taketh right. of it into you. You know what I mean? And it becomes yeah, yeah. part of your essence. So he tricks her into eating. She she like kind of knows this intrinsically. And so he goes like, hey, just have a few seeds from the pomegranate. And she has four or five, mm-hmm. maybe. And that's why there's five months of winter. Because right, okay. she's gone in hell five months out of the year. Uh, as opposed to being up with her mother, which is makes the, the weather nice. Um, right, okay. But anyway, so the, the, the parallel I'm drawing here is that... <laughs> is that... Um, a Garden of Eden fucking fruit of knowledge and it's also the thing that he, he, the devil guy yeah. <laughs> you know the devil guy was you know giving to people to maketh of them you know what i mean yeah. i'm just saying there's an interesting perhaps i mean like i think the 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 definitely there's some sort of definite symbolism there going on with the pomegranate or why it's a yeah, pomegranate and, and you know what i mean like jake Geographically, it's not very far from Greece. Right. I think there's there's definitely some it's, cultural interplay or intercourse, if you will. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I mean, Cyprus is, is part of Greece, yeah. morally, certainly in those times. Yeah, certainly, yeah. And it's very close right to that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they even talk about being like Navy, having the Navy and like and every time they mention the Phoenicians, that just mm-hmm. means it literally means people who came by a boat. Right. OK. Yeah. Um, so it could be any. You know what I mean? It could be people from Cyprus. Pro- probably right. primarily is people from yeah. Cyprus. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so what's the timeline? I should know this. What's the timeline of this era between? Yeah, as related to the Greek. Solomon Greek was era. 700 BC. Right. And the end of this era is about 400 BC. This is an era of about 300 years, essentially. Yeah, when, when was when was all the Greek shit going down? I think around then. The At least right. the, the second part, the second part of it. You know what I mean? Like the, yeah. uh, this was the iron. So the, it, it started out like the, all that Abraham shit, that's all mm-hmm. the Bronze Age. And where, where we are now is the Iron Age. Right. Okay. You know what I'm saying. So I assume that this is around the same time as the Greeks, because that was the also the yeah. Iron Age. I think. Am I wrong? Yeah. That sounds right. It sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm a bit shaky on the Greek stuff, to be honest. That's same. So it's kind of a problem yeah. <laughs> for me <laughs> to try to make smart analogies. Although certain people think we base our entire existence on it. Right. Certain Maury Samuels, I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, so where were we? Uh, so yeah, Solomon, he's gay. He loves pussy. Oh yeah, he gives it up for like ball and shit is what I'm trying to say. He balled yeah. out, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, fuck it, we ball. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
And um, yeah, and it's, I don't think he does. So he isn't that bad, though, because like it doesn't f- go into full slot. But anyway, his son basically God goes, I'm pissed. I'm pissed. Solomon. He says it. Yeah. He actually speaks directly to him because Solomon's not only a uh, not You've only been a, a very naughty boy, <laughs> uh, but Solomon's not only a king. He's also a prophet. Um, so his son um, is uh, his son is I, I don't know. Is that Adonijah? No. No, that he's Adonijah. He fights out, beats out Adonijah to be king. Um, right. Oh, Jeroboam was one of Solomon. Jeroboam was one of Solomon's. Um, so, oh yeah, that's another thing. Solomon crushed ass and fucking killed a bunch of Canaanites and genocided many, many of his many other Semitic yeah. tribes, as they all do. Uh, yes. I, there's a pattern you'll see. And by the way, mm-hmm. this next whole period where we're about to talk about this whole massive historical period, there's plenty of genocide going on to go around. Yeah. <laughs> they we'll focus on the t- Philistines for a while. Um, yeah. They fucking it's all it's a fucking free for all, as you can imagine. Yeah. Um. So anyway, uh, is it so? Yeah, it's ru- OK. Yeah. So Solomon dies. Um, and he goes to where his, he sleeps with his fathers, which is a funny, mm-hmm. funny way they keep saying it. Every time I hear it, I like giggle a little bit because he's oh he sleeps with his fathers. He's gay with his dad. <laughs> he's gay with his dad. <laughs> Episode title. <laughs> no, I want it to be Babylon closing in on I and I. Uh, okay. <laughs> not gay for dad <laughs> we've already had one called gay for mom yeah well let's not fucking beat the bit to death <laughs> yeah <laughs> but anyway so his son is Rehoboam um and uh he uh is he sucks by the way they all suck this is the other thing yeah. the, they all are dog shit except for a few that are not dog shit um and yeah uh, very few yeah well we'll get to it so uh, and so Jeroboam is Jeroboam. Okay, what happens is, Ro, oh, that's right. So Rehoboam is Solomon's son, and at the end of um, at the end of Solomon's life, he actually became kind of a hard dick, fuck face, and mm-hmm. started like charging shitloads of taxes. He actually made sla- legalized slavery. Yeah. Um, and when he died, the people were like, oh, it's kind of sweet. We're actually kind of stoked that Solomon's dead. He was kind of a cunt. Yeah. And the people were like, so Rehoboam, are you gonna, are you going to be a hard ass or are you going to be more libtard? Um, and, uh, he goes, hmm. And he actually says, wait three days and I'll tell you in three days. <laughs> and they come back in three days and he, um, actually, decides to be more of a hard ass than Solomon was. Right. And so, but here's the other thing. There's another guy who was, um, so Rehoboam would have just killed the baby. Correct. Yes. He would (laughs) (laughs) quit bothering me. Well, so here's something, here's actually, I can make like a, a real, this is kind of a slice of life story because David was, you know, everyone knows David was fucking God's favorite dude ever. Yeah. Essentially, or at least they're trying to frame him that way in this in in this era of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and he uh, but he didn't have much time to be a dad to his many kids. Right. No. Uh, which is why Solomon gets gets to be no fucking each other and stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then Solomon. Get this. Solomon is way worse. He's a philandering motherfucker. 
He yeah. is so his kids get zero FaceTime. Like at least in at least if you recall, at the end of David's life, he took a shining to Solomon, which is why he picked him. So yeah. at the end of his life, he was kind of like cool with like they, like he was a father to him. Now Solomon's kids, forget it, bro. He's got five three hundred wives and four hundred mistresses or something. Maybe it's the other the other way around, but it's seven hundred chicks. Dude, I mean, I, I guess there comes a point where it's not annoying anymore because there's so many of them. It just right, they're really you. keeping each other occupied at some point. Yeah, yeah. I think you know, like, like two or three would be an absolute nightmare, but yeah, three hundred. Yeah, yeah. Well, seven hundred in total. Yeah, yeah. They get four hundred wives, three hundred concubines. Because yeah, it was more yeah. wives, which is insane. If you're gonna go all out with concubines, why marry any of them? <laughs> politics that's yeah, why yeah, i suppose i suppose well actually that's true you actually make a good point is because a lot of these marriages yeah. that he has were like political marriages and why by the way he didn't uh he only basically slaughtered people and never like lost any battles mm-hmm. uh because he was making sweet alliances with fucking you know uh hiram of tear the sidonians mm-hmm. Um, and fucking, you know, Ben Haddad, <laughs> I assume Ben Haddad is yeah. the name of the guy who is, or is one of like, they have like 60 Ben Haddads. That's why I yeah, guess he, he, he started ISIS, <laughs> <laughs> but no, he's got a Jewish name because he's the son of Haddad, Ben Haddad. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, Solomon started ISIS because he's like doing all this geopolitics. <laughs> well, chill, chill, dude, chill, chill. <laughs> he's, do, he's doing all this fake geopolitics statesmanship stuff yeah, by he is, yeah. with his penis. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what we called it. it. That was the episode. That was the episode we titled last time. It was proto neocolonialism. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He was like, yeah, he was doing sex tourism as diplomacy. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh yeah. So um he's gay and oh yeah so Fucking so Rehoboam. But you, you've heard of gun boat diplomacy. Solomon was doing bum goat diplomacy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Kaboom. Um, anyway, so, um, oh, sorry, I thought this was a pet store. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking. All right, I like it better when he goes, Is this a pet store? <laughs> 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 anyway, um, what was I gonna say? The uh, yeah, so so Rehoboam actually likes like no, actually I'm gonna be even more of a dick than my dad was, and so yeah. Jeroboam <clears throat> is uh, is one of Solomon's head Jerry to his pals. <laughs> sure, no, but he's actually like a, a, a military like fucking hero. Also, I believe he was like somebody's brother it doesn't matter he's like some kind yeah. of big dicked dude um and he goes hey guys if you make me king i'll actually give you no taxes yeah and naturally everyone's like all right i mean obviously <laughs> yeah uh and 10 and 10 tribes break up and go uh and become the kingdom of judah 
and mm-hmm. the ones that are faithful to Rehoboam, but not really him because he's a cunt, but they're more so they see that family uh, or maybe perhaps it was public knowledge that d- there was a like a covenant with, where d- the line of David was going to be, you know, the Messiah eventually. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This is this is part maybe. of the this is yeah. part of the fucking the, the mythology as it as it as you know, as it were. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, yeah, so the tribe—I guess the tribe of Judah and the tribe of Benjamin—are uh, faithful to, and they, they become the kingdom of Judah. Yeah, and they're in Bethlehem. They're hanging out in the south in Bethlehem, and then the, Bethlehem the and Jerusalem. Of, yeah. yeah, sorry, yeah, I meant Jerusalem. Jerusalem. Actually, I and think the, Bethlehem's actually in Israel, I, not. Dude, uh, I've been doing nativity play rehearsals today. I'm sure, Bethlehem. Fair enough. Mind. Fair enough. I mean, it is relevant. I mean, it's a relevant part. Yeah. Actually, they call it Bethel, though, mostly. Yeah. Yeah, um, but it is the same place. It's actually it's funny because they talk about all these like in the land of in the land of, and I'm like, bro, I could walk there in like six hours. Like it's not yeah. far. We're not talking about a massive geographical area here. Yeah. And so you uh, you've got the kingdom of Israel, and so it splits into two kingdoms: Israel in the north, yeah, capital Samaria, yeah. Oh, is that what it's called? Yep, Samaria. S A M A R I. Yeah. Yeah. And the south, southern kingdom, smaller. Yeah, and it's also where Judah. the temple is and ergo. Also, by the way, in like the first, in Rehoboam's reign, by the way, the fucking, um, the pharaoh from Egypt comes and literally steals God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And they just have to be like, well, God's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's funny. <laughs> um, but uh, what's it called? But anyway, yeah, the, pharaoh, the pharaoh does a lot of fooling around, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Sure does. And it's funny too because he like literally his his kid's mother, his daughter's mother, like was the fa- was like the king's. Like it's like what a cunt he came and yeah. stole that fucking like you're related to him. <laughs> You're literally yeah. fucking related to this uh, dynasty. Like, but I think that, like, the context. So I guess Egypt is like a sort of a declining superpower. It's the that is global true. power, isn't it, at the time? Yeah, right. But it's on, it's probably on its way out, I guess. Oh, it certainly and, is. Yeah, yeah. So they're basically like doing. I don't know, like it's like blowing up the bridge in Crimea or something, and it? it's just like we're going to show you that we're we're as long as everybody believes we're still the. <laughs> right, right. Big yeah, we're gonna go still. Well, no, I think in this instance, actually, they kind of totally fucking owned. Yeah, they totally sacked and stole like every fucking valuable thing, essentially. Um, but anyway, regardless. Uh, so now we go. So there's there's a, t- a period, and there's twenty. So in this time period, there's twenty kings of um of Judah. No, sorry. Yeah, there's twenty kings of Judah, and there's twenty kings of Israel. Right. 20 of which of Israel are bad. Yeah. <laughs> and eight of the ones in Judah are not bad. Yeah. So it's it's a very bad hit rate. Yeah. <laughs> um, and all of them like worship other gods or more importantly, they like allow worship of other gods, which is very a no, no, as we've discussed at length. Um as is the want of the Deuteronomist. Um, yeah, they're all basically doing this. 
I mean, it was going on right through the first part of Kings that we've already covered, is that basically the the better ones just don't practice idolatry themselves. Right, yes. There's a couple who do, who do stop it from happening and tear down the high right. places. But that's, I think that's only two. Yeah, it's literally two, yeah. Two in Judah. He- Hezekiah. And the, the rest, yeah, and his, the other one. And Josiah. Yeah, Hezekiah and Josiah. Hezekiah's pretty based. He is. He gets killed by Pharaoh. He does get killed by Pharaoh. Well, we're jumping ahead. We got to talk yeah. about the prophets. They're more the most well, actually really the heart of the story here. Literally, because sure, yeah. another thing is like I, we discussed this during the Samuel discussions, but um, the way they write these, it's like a palindrome. Every one of these books is like a palindrome. Um, like at the beginning. There's bad stuff happening. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's not really what happens here. But more importantly, what happens is uh, in the first one, in the first part of Kings, um, we see everyone being fucked up. <laughs> and then in the middle, you get uh, the prophet Elijah. And then he yeah. retires. Actually, he gets fucking literally sent into, into, into heaven on a chariot of fire. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then Elijah. El, no, sorry. Uh, Eliasha? No, Elisha. Elisha. So it's Elijah and then Elisha. And then we have the decline of. I mean, um, we was kings or what, man? Right. (laughs) Elisha and Elijah. Yeah, right. Well, no, I mean, they're they're very Jewish names, both. Yeah, but they're also two sucky names. I don't know, dude. I know like old kikes that are like Elisha. Like I know an old old man Jew who wears tweed, like a tweed hat. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) You probably will dig his style, honestly. I probably would, yeah. (laughs) Um, but uh, yeah. So they okay. So Elijah. By the way, so Elijah is like basically. I didn't. I didn't really understand this. I. I remember. That it's like a tradition to leave a glass of wine out for him on yeah. Passover, but as I understand it, it's it like it sort of became a Passover tradition, but it's actually like an anytime tradition, and it's because of a, a part of this book where they leave out a candle and like they leave the door open uh, in case uh, Elisha needs to stop and stop in and like rest or whatever. That's but, Elisha. I know that, but I, I, that, I yeah, that's it. That is that the the dude that brought the boy back to life. Well, they both they both did, do. They? they both do it. Right. Yeah, that's what right. I'm saying. So as I said, it's like a palindrome. Right. The same shit happens in each mm-hmm. in each part of the book. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, what's it called? So, but here's the other way. Let's talk a little bit about Elijah. So Elijah is like basically the closest thing to like the G- the Jewish Messiah. Yeah. And the, it's part of their like r- cultural trend. It's so it's not like an official religious doctrine, but it's sort of like a culturally religious cultural tradition to say that, oh, we're leaving out a glass of wine for him because when he comes back, because they never say he dies, by the way, so he, they say he goes up to heaven in yes. a chariot of fire. They never say he dies. So, and so the rabbis have like retconned that into... He's alive up there, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and when he yeah. comes back, he's going to bring... Either he's going to be the Messiah or yeah. there's going to... He's going to he's gonna be um, the herald of the Messiah, the Jewish yeah. Messiah. Yeah, so basically now he's been dead 1,100 years. 
Right. Or, well, now it's been dead probably 2,000 years by yeah. that point. <laughs> yes, yeah. By this point, they made this up. This probably, yeah. Gonna come back. We're going to say he's the Messiah. Yeah, kind of. I mean, he is, though. Like, I mean, he does embody all the fucking Jewish shit. You know what I so mean? So in which case, you've got your Messiah now. Well, that would that'd be end times, the, though. That'd be end times. Yeah. So, I mean, like, so why didn't the end times happen... I mean, it is end times. <laughs> well, no, no, no. He went away, but the, when he returns, yeah. they think. I th- think. I think is what it's right. going to be. Yeah, yeah. But that, that's just made up, isn't it? Because it's not like the, the Messiah is not. Yeah, I don't think it's based on any scriptural doctrine. I don't think it's based on any scriptural doctrine that they said that they. It's think just that. wishful thinking, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. But um, yeah, I, uh, I definitely. But uh, so he's like Jewish, Jewish, like um, Martin Luther almost. Yeah. Like. <laughs> He is, yeah. He's pretty cool. Yeah, he's kind of. He, does, based, he yeah. actually takes it seriously, at least. Right. Well, the that's the thing. Of, he's he doesn't let anything slide. Right. Well, that's the thing. He's he, he he's to contrast you, the reader, with uh, the fucking dog shit kings that are happening. You yeah. know what I mean? But Ahab. Yeah, we're gonna talk about Ahab. Well, so I gotta first before that say, Elijah, seven miracles. Hmm. Um, and then God actually says like, Elijah, like chill. Cause I think yeah. he like slaughtered a bunch of people for not being like religious enough or for idolatering or something, but they were yeah. Jews. So like God was like, bro, <laughs> <laughs> which is by the way, shocking for him, for God, like God yeah. usually loves a good sacrifice. Um, yeah, but this is, but this is why. It's totally morally different if it's Jews. Don't forget You're that. Right, yes, yeah. There's no problem. It, it's it's it, it's not a H word unless oh, right, it's yeah. been done to Jews. If it, Anybody else, it doesn't matter. Right, right. And if, yeah, that's true. So it's, especially when it's them doing it to say the Canaanites. Yeah, yeah <laughs> or, or them having... Uh, Another group do it, <laughs> or whatever, you know. Yeah. They don't care about anything that happens to anybody except themselves. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, fucking Maurice Samuel says it very, very, very pointedly in mm. You Gentiles, where he's just like, listen, morals to us is what is good for us. It's like master, it's like Nietzsche master morality, but like just yeah. for us. Yeah. And for everyone else, our your morality applies to you. That to you, you know what I mean. Yeah. We'll hand ring as much as possible, and we'll use your cultural norms to enforce your own morality. Yeah, <laughs> but just unprincipledly unenforce our own immoral actions. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and this is, I'm not just saying this like as a current day act thing. It's, I'm very much speaking in the scripture here. Yeah. As well. I mean, it, it is what it is. It's a good illustration of it. I mean, we'll do, don't want to talk too much about you Gentiles because we're going to do an episode. Yeah, that's true. We? But, well, yeah, we got to talk about it a little bit though. It's, it's, yeah. it's, uh, what's it called? Also it's worth mentioning right now we're taping. I know this episode is coming out. I believe it's coming out on the, on First new year's day oh it's a happy new year happy buddy. new year's listener happy new year's yeah. yeah well i was gonna say though we're taping this during hanukkah yeah right okay yeah. <laughs> um, so listen i let me just let, let's do a little aside here i got into the way i did my research this week yeah sure i was at work okay and there's no work to do so i'm just sitting in the office and there's like a sofa there I'm sitting on it with my feet stretched out in front of me. 
my hat over my eyes. Yeah. So right. you're really hard studying, by the way. Yeah, and I'm listening to I'm listening to the Bible. Yeah. And like I got in this kind of trance-like state. I don't know what the frequency. It must have been at 54 hertz or something like yeah, that. Can I tell you something? I was listening what? to it on the on the ride home on the train tonight. And I was listening to it, like, and absorbing yeah. it, but I absolutely did feel exactly the same way, like, very much, like, in a trance-like state where maybe it's the, it's, I actually think it's the speed at which they read it. It's sort yeah. of like it pushes forward always. You know yeah, what I mean? I'm normally, I, I'm normally yeah, yeah. And it's, it's like, got a clip. Yeah, well, I think that has something to do with it, but that we're both King James Version enjoyers. And yeah. it's definitely a very clipped way of talking that they have in the it's and it's it's not the way that they talk it's literally the way it's written, but I yeah. think that is indicative of the way people talked back then. I think people talked in a more of a like I know that that I know that I know that, know that, know that. Uh, writing, also writing was hard. True. Yes, and also not so, people. If you were able to read, chances are you were not great at reading. Yeah, reading was hard as well. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, I got in this like, like, and I was like, I was at one point I kind of startled myself because I was snoring, but I was still listening to it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, sure. It was You'd gone into dreamland, and you were envisioning it. Yeah, it was really good. I felt like it was. Um, I felt like it went in because I, I was able to have like, I'd be I came up with loads of takes on it, didn't I? Straight straight away as soon as True. I listened to it. So it's like, yeah, it's a. Uh, I recommend that. I think that you, you've, I mean, it may be it helps that it's a holy work as well. You know, it's a scripture. It's a scripture. It's the word of it's God. It's nourishing. It's nourishing to listen to. Yeah. yeah. Even so, though this yeah. is pretty unholy, this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fair point. But yeah. I mean, so I, I recommend that. Just go to work. Listen to the King and James version. <laughs> listen to the King James version with your headphones on, and you, the, honestly, your shift just flies by. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, hate, I hate that when you wake yourself up by snoring, though. I don't. Oh, I'm like a. I I'm like a. I. I. Or I should say I used to be like a real snorer. I'm not that yeah. much now. To, to especially to, <clears throat> depending on what position I'm in, but it definitely wouldn't bother me. It wouldn't wake me up. It doesn't normally, but the thing is, I wasn't really asleep. I was you in like this trance, and it broke the. It kind of just broke me out of the trance. Right. I got too entranced. I mean, basically, I'm so spiritual. That's the thing. Because I'm I'm such a spiritual, deeply, deeply spiritual guy, and my whole life is packed with meaning. So, like, you know, it's, uh, that's why I was able to get into such a deep trance of meditation mm -hmm. that I started snoring. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, you're like enlightened, basically. Yeah, basically, yeah. I'm, I'm you know, I, mean, I don't like to. I don't like to <clears throat> brag about it or anything, but I'm basically some kind of guru or something, I think. Male temple prostitution? Wow. I didn't hear anything about male temple <laughs> prostitution. <laughs> I thought this was a pet store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, like, we'll go through, I'll quickly go through the lists of... Uh, um, oh, yeah. It's also worth mentioning that Elijah actually prophesizes Josiah by name. Right. Yes. He actually says well, he's like a disciple of him, isn't he? 
Well, no, he's a disciple. No, uh, oh, Eli- no, 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 Elisha, but Elijah, yeah. when he is a young man, oh, sorry, Elijah's prophet mentor is the one who prophesied that uh, that Josiah will one day b- oh, bring right. reforms. Okay, so, yeah. Bring reforms. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's way, but sorry, we're jumping back, but I'm, I'm just looking at the whole wiki page for Book of Kings. Right. Um, but uh did it do yeah so um oh yeah so they also there's a civil war there's several civil wars where uh, judah and israel fight yeah i mean this is how you get a split kingdom isn't it true but there's also other times where they're cooperating they're intermarrying um notably yeah ahab there's ahab uh they'll, co- they'll cooperate to try and uh genocide another Tribe, aren't they? Right, yeah. Yeah, the yes, yes. Yeah, they literally all, team all up defense. They actually the king of Edom and Judah and Israel all team up to fight Syria at one point. Yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> what? History sure does rhyme. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah. What happened? Your your video done, went out again. That's done that again. That's odd. It's all right. Keep going. I'm sorry. I am. I am. I am. Um, you're back. Uh, yeah. So um, what do you call it? Uh, yeah. So we're not going to go through all of them. There's plenty. There's too many of them. But just know that many of them are bad. And all of them, it says, uh, it says uh, he li- he went in the way of Jeroboam. He went in the ways of Jeroboam. So Jeroboam is the yeah. first one who is of the of the you know basically they just want to keep reiterating that guy who doesn't go with the just yahweh worship bad people who do yahweh worship only good good and every time they mention that uh they don't they say he's like jeroboam and then later after that jeroboam sucked and then ahab comes along and ahab becomes the guy that they compare everybody to after that yeah Yeah. (laughs) because ahab sucks also the i think there's something he does something with ivory too if i'm not mistaken which i believe is the is the illusion with uh fucking um moby so i Ahab is like a soy faggot. A bit, yeah, he is, yeah. With with his like his kingly power. Yep. Uh, and so uh Also he's like a actual like enjoyer of ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and there's a video that we both watch in which he's got a killer mullet and he does beard. have a sick it, outfit. Looks yeah. like Chuck imagine Chuck Norris wearing a crown. Yes. <laughs> But all he does is curl up on his bed and sulk. Right. Um, yeah, he's all One, pissed off. Well, kids, he wants Naboth. So get this. It's the story goes, fucking, he liked a guy. So he's rich. He can honestly buy any fucking property in the world. But he his the the palace he inhabits in Samaria is yeah, yeah, and Jew, Jews' property in is in Israel isn't supposed to be for sale, is it? It's yeah, typically not. by God. Yeah. The real estate agent. Yeah, God's is a real estate agent. Yeah. 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 Um, but uh what's it called? Um so he's pissy though, because he wants to not travel down the road to get to his own orchards. Yeah. And the guy who lives right next to the castle's name is Naboth. He's a Jebusite. Yeah. I believe. Jez no, he's a Jezreelite. Um uh, wouldn't they live in Jezreel then? Whatever. Who gives a shit? But his name is Naboth of Jezreel, the Na- Naboth the Jezreelite. Um, yeah. And uh, he, 
And he goes to he so fucking Ahab goes. Well, he's growing he's growing grapes. Yeah, his Naboth. And what what? And apart from the hereditary, uh, you know, land passing on thing, which yeah. is totally understandable. Plus, it's his land; he doesn't need a he reason. Doesn't have but to, yeah, he can say no to the king. Yeah. So uh, the other thing is, he's growing wine, and everybody who knows anything about wine right. knows that the most important factor in the, is the quality of the wine is the terroir. Yeah, he doesn't want to. He doesn't. He's got obviously this patch of ground that he's got now is making wine that he thinks is good. He doesn't want to. Right? Why would you? Yeah. Why would you give up your first of all ancestral land? Yeah. And supposedly God gave us this land, bro. Like it takes a while to get a fucking vineyard going. Yeah. Um, and and by the way, we'll, by the we'll, way, what Ahab wanted to use it for, he's like, I wanted an herb garden. Yeah. <laughs> I want an herb garden. Why can't I have my herb garden here? Yeah. Um, and so, and yeah, so, his girlfriend, yeah. Jez- Jezebel, who's well, named so, after. Yes, go ahead. He offers to buy. He, he, he says, I'll yeah, give yeah, it to He tries to, he tries oh, to no, do the right it. thing. And Naboth goes, nah, man, it's mine. Fuck you. Oh. Yeah. Your majesty. And so he go, it just goes, <laughs> it, it just goes, he just goes and curls up in bed, lies on his face. And won't and eat. Won't, won't eat. Yeah. And so he's got this, that's classic soy manipulator because he does, he's got a Jewish wife. Yep. She wants him to eat it to her. What's the matter with you? Yeah. Well, he doesn't have just any Jewish wife. He has Jezebel, yeah. who's a witch. Well, I, She's a witch. I, I'm here to defend Jezebel. Hey, listen, I got nothing against her. Uh, especially right her actions in this in this story. Here's the thing: her, her crime is not what she does in this story. Her crime no. is that she was a fucking had a fucking fortune teller, and yeah. and also did magical spells and cursed people. That was yeah, what was wrong. Like, <laughs> yeah. What she does in this story is just fine. Honest. Well, not just fine. I mean, uh, but it's a little shitty. <laughs> it's taking. The it's but it's, a good it's wife what you would expect the queen extreme. to do, though. Yeah. Yeah, but also it's. I have to say though, Jezebel. And she wouldn't have had to do it if her husband hadn't been such a faggot. That's true. If he had just been king, and done. Basically, she literally I mean, says to him, "Dude, you're king." He. Yeah. She literally says that. Well, that was. That's a very Jewish woman thing to do. Be undercut yeah. him like that to be like, "Come on, what kind of king are you?" <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, getting pushed around by a Jezreelite. <laughs> His first, anybody's first duty as a husband is to eat the dinner that your wife put in front of you, True. whether you like Especially it or not. Especially if you're Jewish. <laughs> yeah, you got to eat that stuff. Yeah. King um, or no king, happy wife, happy oh, life. Yeah, so worth mentioning that she is named after. I don't know if she. I don't know what the exact. I guess. I guess the implication is like she's a wicked, a wicked uh, sorceress type bitch. Yes. And that's why her name is Jezebel. Jezebel is famously in Jewish mythology is the first wife of Adam um, right. that was made out of the same shit that Adam was made out of. Um, and uh, she wanted to f- she wanted to ride his dick and not have him on top. He didn't. Oh, okay. He wanted to do the. I mean, he probably would have. He. I think he liked it a little too much. Is the problem. Yeah. <laughs> and God was like, no, 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 no. You have to have it. The fucking. You have to miss your nothing, pal. Which is what my bedroom's like. God damn it. <laughs> um. But uh, yeah. What's it called? Yeah, she wanted to ride dick though, and. Um, 
It's because oh, she ended up becoming she ended up becoming a fucking demon and went to hell. Right. Okay. Uh, and you know, chilled with Satan, I guess. So uh, she did that she, thing with with Satan's fucking dick with pitchfork, you know, pointy horns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> his penis with horns. <laughs> so, so what Jezebel, the wife of Ahab, does right, right, is she says, "Don't, don't worry, darling." Right. I'll make everything all right for you, sweetheart. But she doesn't cast any spells. What she does is she does political intrigue. And then I'll ride your dick. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, you've got a big willy. <laughs> uh, I don't think she so, would talk like that. <laughs> she gets, she gets, uh, she proclaims that she gets the, like, I don't know, Rotary Club or something to, 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 uh, the Elk Lodge to proclaim a feast and invite yes. Naboth to it right. and then have some vagabonds. Not, not just invite him to it. He's the guest of honor. Yeah, he's the guest of honor. And then some people show up and, and at, at Jezebel's behest and denounce him as a swindler or something. Well, no, they they basically I, they didn't get into the details of this, but I imagine this to have been like they they uh, like a thing where like they bump into him and like get wine on themselves and go like, oh, yeah. how dare you? Oh, that man just grabbed my wife's ass. Like kind of <laughs> <laughs> basically that is. But that's the implication of what is kind of happened. It's, it's a, basically a kerfuffle occurs and in which yeah. they all uh gang up on they get the the room to turn on naboth and they get him they and basically they get the entire room to want to stone him to death <laughs> i told you i was no good at public speaking <laughs> <laughs> so yeah he gets stoned to death and then uh ahab says oh that's my land now yeah now he's ready to eat yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he eats his alphabetic spaghetti like a good boy. <laughs> so yeah, that that's the story of Naboth's vineyard. And so the repercussions of this was that it's Elijah, isn't it, still at this point? Yeah. Elijah gets wind of this. Gets wind of this. <laughs> He's already already killed. also just pissed off at Ahab for many things. But Ahab's not a good king. No. <laughs> And uh, he comes right. He, he uh, I think he sends a message, doesn't he? Something like oh, that. Well, yeah, he, many, here's the thing. They, this is this is this is the th other thing. Like, there's a bunch of prophets that they never say the name of. They just go. Yeah. He and then and then Elijah said to the sons of the prophets. And yeah. it's just like, who's that? Oh, I guess they're a prophet, but they purposely aren't naming them. So actually, you know what this really says to me is that that was a character and they they redacted his name for whatever mm -hmm. reason, because it was inconvenient to the overall narrative. Right. That was much of what they were doing in the fucking de deuteronomistical history. Right. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, basically, Elijah denounces him and tells him. The bad shit's going to happen, doesn't he? Amongst which is... Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, th that Jezebel's happens. Like It's funny because Je Jezebel, get, Jezebel gets eaten by dogs like way late. It doesn't happen until way into into fucking Kings 2. Yeah. Like, it, it he says he says in Kings 1, oh, you're going to die and the dogs are going to drink your blood on a chariot. Yeah. 
and uh, and she's gonna die and get eaten by dogs, and both happen. God damn it, both happen. Yeah. Like it's actually kind of imp- not impressive because it's like obviously this wasn't hard to do liter- literarily, but it's kind yeah. of funny the way that he just sets it up, and then time does go by, and you kind of forget about it, and then it happens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I mean. The- <clears throat> Could have been, if she wasn't such a good wife, she would have ended up getting eaten by cats anyway. True. So, yeah, if she was so. a real Jezebel, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I going to say? But, uh, oh, yeah, so Elijah. Oh, yeah, so Elijah does seven oh, things. Oh, by the way, that yeah. was my uh, Naboth equals Dutch farmers. Right, yeah. Jezebel equals European Union. Ahab equals Dutch government. Yeah. Pretty much, pretty yeah. pretty much. Um, yeah. So Elijah does seven miracles, uh, and uh, one of which is he brings he like fucks a kid to life. Yeah, they both dude. fuck a kid to life, and it's like okay, the way that they describe it, and I'll try to remember verbatim as much as possible. First, he says he takes him up into his bedroom and closes yeah. the door. On the two of them. The two. Yeah. They always make sure to know that the door is closed. Yeah. (laughs) And then also he says he lays, stretches him out on the bed and then stretches his body over. No, stretches himself over the boy's body. Yeah. And he says he puts his mouth on his mouth and put his eyes on his eyes and his hands on his hands. And then he goes up into the bed and the boy was... Uh, what, alive yeah so like okay uh, we, so, we so I, a, you're, I know what we, you're thinking right now <laughs> yeah we had a little argue, uh, not an argument but a little discussion about this you were like oh i'm not sure it really means it's well, because if that. you look I'm, on I, wikipedia I, I, if you look on just on wikipedia it doesn't yeah. say he fucks the kid yeah but then i went and listened to it again and i was like yeah. whoa <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that, so my my take on it was look come on if the way I explained it to you was if Norm Macdonald had described right. what, what someone had done to him and raised his eyebrows at tactical words, times yeah, yeah. <laughs> what would you have thought it meant <laughs> and then he he laid down he stretched himself out and then on he top of him stretched himself out over the boy's body. <laughs> He put his mouth on his mouth. <laughs> Hold the fort. <laughs> uh, God bless you, Noam. Yeah, we, we you. miss you. If you even are dead, he's yeah. going to come back. He's the Jewish Messiah. Yeah, that would be awesome. Wouldn't it? Yeah. Elijah's going to come. He's going to walk in with Norm. <laughs> Where's my <Yeah>. wine? <laughs> oh, wow. Looks like yeah, he says wah. Uh, That's something that yeah. Norm McDonald <laughs> yeah. says. Wah. Just, he just, he at, starts sentences with wah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Looks like I've been <laughs> resurrected. Uh, I guess I'm the Messiah now. Huh? <laughs> that last Pretty one. Neat, I'll, huh? The last one I'll give you. That last little <laughs> exhortation. Um. Yeah, so anyway, Jezebel, but so, okay, so Jezebel and Ahab, like, so here's the irony. And here's something actually I've noticed, by the way, that is a kind of a a motif in this, is that every time the, um, a king actually does it seemingly well, 
yeah. and is well liked by the people, he's a piece of shit, according to the fucking story. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like, you know, they they're denying us a place in the Internet history. So later when kids are getting fucked by adults and there's tranny babies, they'll be like, everyone was cool with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why uh we need to have our own break off break off civilization. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. I mean somebody needs to have a break off civilization. I'm not sure it's us. Well, I think they're having their own, but let's hope we get to keep our own, too. <laughs> yeah, it'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's, that'd be sweet. I mean, like, I'd love to take them at their word on that fucking 20, it's 2030, I own nothing, and I'm fucking never been happier, where they say yeah. that they leave us alone to be ruralites who aren't ready to move on where AI takes all over their job, et cetera, et cetera, and so forth and so forth. But I can't trust that they're not going to just mow us down with machine guns. Yeah, I mean that is what they just got to do that. Yeah, that's yeah. The dog's gone to live at a farm, a big yeah. farm, and he's happy now. <laughs> it's twenty thirty. You live on a big farm, and you're happy now. <laughs> <laughs> There's lots of rabbits to chase, and you'll get to take <laughs> care of the rabbits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just think about the rabbits. <laughs> oh boy. Um. Anyway, <laughs> um, what's it called? Uh, yeah, so Ahab. Oh, yes. But anyway, Ahab, by the way, seems like he was a pretty good king. He, like, killed a bunch of... Uh, he. I mean, again, you know, moral, moral fucking... Moral judgments aside here with their moral literally turpitude. slaughtering other rival groups in the area and plundering them for resources or whatever. But he seems to be a pretty successful leader. I mean, he's a he's a yeah, he's a weak king because like he got this whole he's tied with this whole Naval Spinyard thing now, and all he was going to do was sulk about it. Unless, I mean, maybe as I said, maybe are he was you going to revise your opinion on Jezebel? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, listen, no, it, there's no heroes in that story. No, <laughs> I mean, I I'm not sure what makes Ahab a good king. No, I mean, they say it. He did. Deep. He was very successful with with war and shit. Yeah, yeah. And money, and he like was able to build <laughs> up. Yeah, you listen. They yeah. have they have things they care about. <laughs> did he increase taxation on slavery or something? Maybe who knows? So, but one of them did. But anyway, kind of. regardless, he would must have been. Somebody must have liked him because his daughter married the king of Judah. This was mm -hmm. a big political alliance that they had. Yeah. Um. The, and that and then by the way is the end of the fucking i don't know how this happens exactly per se oh they, they end up one one son ends up living but whatever jehu jehu the son of the, the line of david ends up becoming a prophet as well he gets anointed and becomes king and slaughters his own family and the entire line of ahab as punishment for how naughty he got up to with this fucking ball worship yeah, dude, and it's like, bro, and also I mentioned before, it's it's this is exactly what these fucking people do. Like, it we're in Hanukkah right now. Mm -hmm. The story of Hanukkah is that the Maccabees, who are the fucking fundamentalist messianic Jews, 
Yeah. They were like, oh, they there's these other Jews that are more culturally acting like the Greeks because they're and again, this is a people who are fucking living under different various empires currently mm-hmm. at the time period we're talking about about 400 A.D. Right. Um, after Jesus um, there, it's under the Seleucid Empire. Um, which is a Greek empire. Um, it's actually in the wake of, um, I think it's like the break off pieces that broke off of the Roman empire. Right. And it's like a sort of local Greek people. Uh, but anyway, regardless, a bunch of Jews, they were like, fuck this. We're still religiously and culturally Jewish, but we speak Greek. We do business with the Greeks. Um, we don't, we don't hate, we don't actively yeah. slaughter we, them. We wear, for, ne- we wear necklaces. <laughs> yes. To know where we can stop shaving. We shave <laughs> our chests. <laughs> um, what's it called? Uh, but anyway, so the fucking Maccabees genocided all those Jews. That's right. the story. <laughs> um, that's the story of Hanukkah. That's the story of Hanukkah. Yeah. So how can we get a gift every day? Oh, oh yeah. So basically after the, the battle was over, they had exp- they they had spent all of their resources on killing. Yeah. <laughs> and so they were like, oh, fuck, we don't have enough oil to keep the um, ceremonial um, candles like at in the holiest of holies yeah. lit. Um, and that is technically where that's a bad juju. Because that means God's gone because, you know, we're trying to keep him alive in the flame or whatever. Right. Okay. So they realize they've only got they've only got enough oil for one day. Yeah. Um, And it never runs out. It never runs out for eight days, which then they got a shipment in and it didn't matter. Right. That's the story. But it's a lesser holiday. And it's really again, I would think it is because it's fucking it's. um. About a genocide, <laughs> you know, yeah. you'd think you'd think they wouldn't want to bring, draw attention to it, um, but it happens to coincide uh, near Christmas, um, yeah. and it has a light. Happens to, yeah, it happens. Well, no, no, no. Historically, it did. Did it? Okay, okay. Yeah, historically, it was at this time of the year. I mean, also, it's it's a set date on the Jewish calendar, but there's a different amount of days in the Jewish year than the, so it changes every year. Right. Okay. But uh, are we going to address the Owen Benjamin say Christmas can't be in December because you can't have sheep outdoors? If you'd like to. <laughs> I mean, just to say. I mean, just it's false that you can't keep sheep outdoors in December, retard. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's literally no such thing as a sheep shed in this country. It's a lot colder here than what it is in Israel, mate. Yeah. He's a dumb... He well actually Sheep. I shouldn't say this. I first of all don't want the bears to come after me. Well, he's 146 IQ. Yeah, mate. I was gonna say he's got 146 IQ, so I can't talk shit on him. No, he's not stupid. He's just mistaken. He doesn't realize that sheep have wool. Right. He must have forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I <laughs> I figured it out. There's no way. <laughs> you know, a guy who like talks like this is definitely really smart. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway. Uh, yeah. He's retarded. Is what you're. Is that what you're trying to get out of me? Yes. I agree. <laughs> 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 Fucking hard sell <laughs> to get me to say yeah, I mean, Owen Benjamin's <laughs> retarded. Yeah. He's a. Ah, it's fine. He's I can hear you. He's 146 IQ. 
I won't hear a word of that. That's true. His mom confirmed even it. G- even G- geniuses make mistakes. That's true. Yeah, they're mistaken sometimes. Um. Anyway, so uh, oh yeah, so oh yeah, so I gotta mention this. Elijah, like I said, he's a little too extreme, um, and God actually goes to him and says, like, dude, chill. I want you to pass your pass the torch on to Elisha. Yeah, who will be twice as badass as you ever were, motherfucker. Um, And he literally, like I said, gets carried up into the sky on a chariot of fire. Perhaps we'll bring the Messiah someday. Another song they sing at rugby matches in England, by the way. Chariots of fire. Yeah. That's just, there's words to that. I thought it was just a piano music in the. Uh, No, not that. That's that's Vangelis. there's, There's a hymn. Uh, bring me my something. Da, 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 da. Bring me my chariots of fire. It's another Anglo-Israel. Oh, well, evidently, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, so they he literally leaves his mantle behind, meaning as like his vestments, his cloaking, his cloak, and he um, fucking. Oh, no, it's part. It's part of that Jerusalem hymn. It's a it's a lyric. There you go. From that same hymn. Makes yeah, sense. Yeah. 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 Um, what do you call it? But uh, and Elisha, he literally picks up the mantle. Yeah. That's where that expression comes from. That right. line, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, interesting little etymology tidbit. Yeah, a lot of there. stuff comes from these Bible stories. It's particularly the King James version is the words that we all use in these in these yeah. idioms. Um, but uh, yeah, what's it called? Uh, Elisha, yeah. So he also fucks a kid to life. Exact same wording. Also, it's yeah. worth mentioning here that um, I believe Elisha, the one that he is, he brings back to life, turns out to be the prophet Jonah, the one who was swallowed by a whale. Right. Yeah. Um. That so that's worth mentioning, but it's not mentioned in this book. It's a piece of like mythology. Yeah, because this is yeah, because it all just says, oh, well, you need to. Is still doing that thing at the end of every yeah the nebusite the nebusite is they the the, the nebusite boy they say is yeah. the way to describe him yeah also another thing is um I I didn't realize this because I there is a a chapter in the or there is a book later in the Bible called uh Chronicles yeah 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 it gets it gets plugged at, at the end of every no it doesn't, person, doesn't it? that's bullshit that's a book we don't have. They repeatedly right. say throughout it, is their story not recounted in the chronicles of the kings of Israel? Yeah. They say that after every single king, there is no such book that we have surviving. It's oh, just a line is. that's in there. Yeah. Chronicles I just found this that. out today. Yeah. It's not that chronicles is something else. There's other stories there that have so nothing that, to do the- with this. It's been censored. Or it's been lost, I think, more accurately. It's something that they didn't find important enough to... Like the uh, technology to get to the moon. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know what? There probably was some stuff in there that that didn't look good. You know what, dude? Also, it definitely... Because during many of these kings, they were openly um, worshipping other gods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why would they keep all that stuff? They probably would just trash it. Yeah. But then they say it, the and then they, it's it. one of those things where they go, it's until this day. And it's like, yeah. when? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I guess, well, I guess the answer is like 200 BC. 
200 BC. Yeah, which is when that book, when the book is written, or right, when it okay. was finally compiled. Right, but they're they're already doing that line of David stuff before. Well, yeah, line of David Christ goes way all the way back to Abraham. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but like, so how if they were going to go, if the Deuteronomists were going to go back and retcon the line of David stuff, wouldn't they have to do that? Well, after? they retconned it into starting in the book of Joshua, which is after Exodus and Deuteronomy. Right, that's where the. Well, actually, they went and retconned every. Um, yeah, they retconned. I think everything all the way back to the very beginning, to mm-hmm. get rid of all the other god stuff. Like Elohim right. is the god in the first book. It's not even the same. The guy who created Earth is not the same guy who's meeting them in the desert. Right. It's yeah, a yeah. different god entirely. It's Elohim. So it's all then. But that's the thing. That's what the Deuteronomist did. They went back and they're like, no, 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 no. It was all one guy. Yeah. It was actually all one guy. Don't even fucking bring it up. (laughs) And then, yeah, so starting in Joshua, they started saying the line of David crap uh, because, as I said, at the time that they had written it, and also, should we jump to the end? I think there's not much more we can say, but it's just like most of this story, most of this book is like so and so fucking sucked a ball dick, uh, sucked balls. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, and then, you know, they kept getting fucked up by the Assyrians and then, and then they got fucked up by the fucking Edomites and you know what I mean? There's like, is there any other parables you want to talk about that are like that take place? Well, no, not really. But there's the, I mean, there's the, what, I forgot his name now. The, there's the two good Kings of Judah. Isn't oh yeah. Sorry. Yeah. We will talk about them. Hekaziah. Yeah, Hezekiah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hezekiah rips down the... Yeah, so that's actually, ironically, right near the end of the entire era. Yeah. Hezekiah rips down the the high places, um, and he bans uh, the... um, he, I think he actually isn't a completely good egg because I believe he allows some some things to happen still. But he does get rid of a lot. Yeah. I, th- I think he's sort of well. He doesn't partake in idolatry. He doesn't. He doesn't condone it. And and I think he does tear down high places, doesn't he? But then his then after he, he dies, he, he's, I think he's pretty. Hezekiah is pretty badass in battle and stuff as well, isn't he? Oh yeah. Also, Elisha uh, cures a bunch of people full of leprosy. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Before you go to that, I'm sorry to interrupt you. We have to talk about the fact that they directly are referencing in the New Testament when Jesus brings the first guy, not Lazarus, a boy after Lazarus. He brings a boy back to life. Yeah. Um, And they directly reference this story. They're like, oh, it's like it's like um, it's like when Elijah and Elisha did it. Yeah. But and then uh, it's in the book of. Luke. No, it's not from the book of Luke. Oh, fuck. Matt? Oh, no. <laughs> the book of Makuska. No, no. <laughs> Let me just hear. Where's the part where he fucking brings the kid back to life? Shunem. He moves to Shunem. A woman, the woman of Shunem. The raising of the woman of Shunem. Okay. And then, where's the part about Jesus, though? Uh, 
I want to move to Nauschunum. <laughs> I would never go there. Why would you ever go to Sheenham? Sheenham? <laughs> Why? I'd rather go to Sandalum. She gave him a. It's lots of. A, a, ironically, there's lots of sand in Sheenham. So the mum, the mum left a door open and a <laughs> candle lit and a bowl of bloody soup. <laughs> no Fuck. wonder a kid got raped. Okay, let me just Google it real quick. Um, Jesus resurrected a boy. Jesus raises a widow's son in nine. It is in Luke. I was right. It's yeah. in fucking Luke. It's in Luke? the book of Luke. <laughs> Luke at workmanship on that. Um, but what's it called? Uh, good one. Um, what's it called, though? Um, he, they say, though, because Luke says in the account, he goes, it was like when Elijah or Elisha did but they did not. But Jesus did under his own authority. Right. And they did it as under the authority of, of an act for God. And he did it because he is God. Yeah. And I don't think I'd, I'd, if I know Jesus, he didn't stretch himself out over the kid three times. He did either. not. And there's no references <laughs> such as that. Yeah, at all. I think he just puts his yeah. hands on his hands. They do say the hands on the yeah. hands thing, but that makes sense. You got to touch your yeah. hands to fucking bring a guy back to life. Yeah. Makes sense. That's fine. I mean, I'd go along. Mouth on the mouth, that's fine as well. It's getting there. It's co <laughs> But it's common practice, isn't it? True, you're right. Yeah, yeah, it's the breath of life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the old um, stretching your body... Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a little odd, especially where they mentioned that. Make sure they mentioned that they shut the door. Yeah, <laughs> you'd think you know if there's nothing fishy going on, you wouldn't mind the door staying open. Hey, uh, <laughs> do you mind, Mister, if I come in and <laughs> if I come in and just keep an eye on you while you're in there with my son? <laughs> Slam. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, Hezekiah rocks, and then Josiah. So, um, so Josiah is like Hezekiah's great great grandson, and the his right the other one, yes, yeah. his great grandson, because Manasseh his is his son. Yeah. Manasseh is Hezekiah's son, and he undoes everything that Hezekiah did. Yeah. He's the partial, possibly one of the worst, has uh, yeah. Manasseh. But Manasseh's righteous grandson Josiah reinstitutes the reforms of Hezekiah, but it is too late. God speaking to the prophetess Huldah. Uh, affirms that Jerusalem shall be destroyed after the death of Josiah. Uh, yeah, so Josiah is basically in the position of his civilization that, that we're in now, and he has to put up with the going through the whole grisly end of it as well, doesn't he? It's like he's going to have his castle besieged and yeah, all this sort of shit. By because in the meantime, in the meantime, the uh, Israel falls to the. They don't call them Babylonians, do they? In the in King James, it's what do they call them. It's um, the Assyrians. But Assyrians, the, but the, yeah. no, the Assyrians took over uh, Israel, and the yeah. Babylonians took over. All um, oh, right, I took over Judah. Right. Okay. But actually, here's the thing: is the Babylonians so the Assyrians took over Israel, the Babylonians took over Assyria. 
and Judah. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> they owned everyone. And this is actually a very um, well-documented historical period, actually. The Babylonian yeah. Empire was a big deal. Um, yeah. At the, and, like, they wrote stuff down. Like, this is that, that time period where they had that, like, writing where it's, like, the, the greater yeah. than and less than signs and shit. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> um. Yeah, so uh, what's it called? <laughs> oh, yeah. I think, oh, yeah. It was a Sumer- I think it was the Sumerians that invented writing, if I recall yeah, correctly. Yeah, that's old, though. That's like yeah. that's around the same time as Abraham. Yeah. Um, but uh, what's it called? The thing I was going to say, though. Oh, yeah. So more and most importantly, the line of David is preserved, however. Um, and the final king who would have been, or the guy who was going to be king, Je- Jehoiakim. Yeah. Uh, he is set free by the king of Babylon, of the Babylonian Empire, and he actually, kind of in a way that's kind of cunty. Government dull, doesn't he, for the rest of his life? Yeah, he's kind of a cunt. He makes him like basically like a pet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he makes him sit just under his seat in the fucking royal eating room. <laughs> yeah, like so he's like, oh yeah, it's like my fucking pet monarch, essentially. Yeah. Um. You know, but and then by the way, so the way that this book ends is in a total cliffhanger. Right. Yeah, just say they leave it just like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not resolved. Well, nothing's resolved. It's resolved. Well, you're left wondering what's going to happen. It's resolved from Babylon's point of view, but there's like (laughs) that epilogue type of thing, isn't there? Where, where. It starts easing up on the the guy who's got, who's been in prison for years, hasn't he? Was it which which king is it that gets to eat at the table with Jehoiakim. the Babylonian Jehoiakim? So that's like uh, it's more like an epilogue from a nineteen seventies um, TV drama serial where they'll do an hour of a story and it gets the end of the story and oh, but then you then it just comes back as this epilogue. Well, they used to do this on the streets of San Francisco. Mm. And then it just shows you a little bit of, oh, but this happened that we didn't show you during the main thing. And that's. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. This is a reference that's over my head. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, they used to do it in the old newsreel sort of uh, serials as well, except they'd do it even worse where they'd go, you know, like Dick Barton would be. Falling. Oh from yeah, a, Dick Barton loved that guy. Big Barton would be falling <laughs> off a Darton cliff. Big Barton loved him too. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd be on his, he'd be falling off a cliff, and then he'd say, "Well, I'll see what happens next week." And then you go back to the cinema the next week, and he didn't, he never fell off in the first place. <laughs> That's the other way of doing it. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. I listen. Dear listener, your list, you're finding out about it. Just, I also want to say this other thing. I go back and I listen to the previous book. So I listened this time yeah. to Kings one and two and then two twice. Yeah. And then also I looked on Wikipedia and, you know, I watch analysis videos and blah, blah, blah. A lot of work we put into this fucking shit, <laughs> by is, the yeah. way, honestly. I like, normally I don't get to be in a trance because I have to. <laughs> yeah, you got to pay attention. Yeah. Um but uh, I I find, and I don't know if this will, I'm going to look, so when next time we do a Bible episode, of course, speaking of which, I also spoke to Tony Tudor. He is very much, he's got a nine to five job. 
Um, and he uh, would like to come back on the show ASAP. I said, of course, you're welcome on the next um, Bible episode, of course. Uh, and um, yeah, so that'll be good. That'll Just, be great to have Tony. He, he actually texted me today and was worried that he had been blacked out and got into like an argument with us. And that he was like, I got to be the bigger person and like all this stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, no, not at all. Like we just, you, you weren't able to make an episode and then we like your, your schedule got messed up by work and we couldn't make it an episode. It's fine. We yeah. didn't have any harsh words at all. And he was like, Oh, just kidding. Then. <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy. He's so funny. If it didn't exist, you'd have to invent him, wouldn't you? Right. Yeah. 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 He also was sending me, he's like some of his bits that he's been working on too. Of course. All right. But he's cool. like, he's got a new character. Who's like a three-year-old black girl. <laughs> Yeah, it's exactly what you think it is. It's so good. So shouts out Tony Tudor. Yeah. Coming soon, folks. Yeah, he's coming back. I mean, you might have already been back by the time you hear this. Yeah, it's, well, yeah, maybe. Uh, but anyway, I but I said all that to just say, um, I think I'll go back and listen to Kings 2 as well again. Um, yeah. And I, I tell you, Every time I have to listen back to the last thing to be like, oh, I get it now. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It takes a little bit of time to digest and then revisit it. It is something that you do have to study. Like, um, I've, I've went you can't just casually faith. get into the Bible. It's definitely something you yeah. need to study. Previously, I've listened to it and read it. Uh, listen to it a couple of times and then watch some analysis videos. I watched some analysis videos first this time, and I think that helped as well. I, I do this. I, I don't want to be too led by the analysis videos, but I've got a series that I kind of trust. Yeah. And I'll watch theirs because I know where they're coming from. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it helps me. What's it called? Uh, yeah, I listen to it, then I hit the fucking analysis videos, then I listen to it again. Yeah. That's the fucking move. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway, thank you for listening. Happy New Year. Yeah, happy um, New Year. Everybody. Hope that this is another year of history homos. Thank you for being a part of uh, our year with us. We love you. We appreciate you for listening. Um, and God bless you. And uh and um oh yeah, I guess I'll do plugs. <laughs> Not to try to muck up my God bless you, but I'll say yeah. it again afterwards. Yeah. But www.historyhomos.com or <clears throat> wherever you find uh, podcasts, uh, iTunes, uh, uh, all that, Spotify, all that stuff for the audio version of the show. The video version of the show, we're in Odyssey and BitChute. And most importantly, our home base is Rockfin. That's www.rokfin.com slash historyhomos. Rockfin.com slash homos. And uh, there, this episode, all of the video free episodes are up there, just like YouTube. You sign on, you watch a video, you have fun. Our entire Bible series is ready to watch on the site there. But if you're so inclined, you can donate a small fee monthly uh, to access our bonus content. 
uh, where you get a weekly episode of us. It's mostly just us, but we also have some fun guests and we do lots of uh, topical stuff. Every week you get a topical episode that's up to date. Usually when the re- the w- the time of the week we usually do it, most of the week's events have already happened. So you get a pretty fresh take each week. There has been a few notable moments where we said something they are, outdated. <laughs> they are fun episodes. It's a totally different show, really. But it really is, yeah. It's got us in it when we're kind of what makes a show good anyway. So That's so true. But yeah, it's not, it's, you don't really have to learn anything. You can just listen to us go off about stuff. Things. It's fun, yeah. <laughs> stuff um, and things. Yeah. And um, also, uh, What's it called? If you also, if, if you want to just give a one-time donation, also you can just give a donation there as well. You don't have to make an account. I guess you do have to make an account. But the point is, is you don't have to fucking subscribe to us. Um, <clears throat> anyway, uh, also, um, t.me slash history homos chat. Come talk to all the other listeners from the show. It's good fun. Um, and, you know, we're, we're there. And, oh, wow, this is pretty funny. Uh, I'll wrap up really quick. Oh, by the way. Yeah. Well, uh, let's finish. You can tell me, is this important for the show? I've got a plug. Uh, yeah, yeah plug it, plug. plug it, plug it. Because it's 1st of January now, isn't it? So on the if you're, in, if you're a listener in oh, dreary old England, uh, come and meet me at the Haxie Hood at, at the village of Haxie in North Lincolnshire uh, on January the 6th at about 12 o'clock lunchtime. Uh, it's the England's oldest continuously practiced custom. They've been going over 700 years and uh, it's fun. So uh, I'll be there. You'll recognize me. I've got a mullet and a mustache. <laughs> right. And uh, I'll also be at the Sturbridge Gun Show <laughs> that same weekend. So if you want to we'll come up, mosey up to me, just come hands up. Don't shoot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Michael Brown. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also uh, we have T-shirts. Also email with your size and address at historyomos at gmail.com. Die with dignity. William, what do you want to say to the people? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And God bless you. Later, homos.